Okay. Season two. <laughs> Man, season two. Uh, joining me today, Specificity Podcast, is Priscilla Meadows Norwood, founder of the Save Our Youth Organization here in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and Midnight Basketball. To t- today's topic, Midnight Basketball Program. I-, I usually started off one positive thing, one negative thing. Uh, let's-, let's start it with the positive. Tell me something positive going on right now. Well, one positive thing that's going on uh, right now is that we have more jobs available than people to fill them. Um, and that's just one positive thing going on right now. Okay, now I'm, I'm learning to keep balance. So however much we put in one direction, in my opinion, we need to put at least in the, in the other to kind of keep that balance. Tell me something negative. The negativity that's in the climate in America today, uh, it has really gotten out of control. And um, I think we need a lot more positives, especially for our youth in the community to be able to see. Uh, we can't have leaders um, projecting things in a negative light and we expect our youth to do better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that, that perfectly leads me to the next question is the leadership. Um, for people who don't know, the Midnight Basketball Program is uh, it's a social gathering. Is is my because I visited myself. It's a it's a gathering of the community from all ages, the elders, the uh, the working class, to the children, to the school age, and we come together in, in fellowship, spend time. Um, they bring out members of the criminal justice uh, program in the community, the policemen, to kind of be that bridge. To, to show people that this is what we're able to do when we're disciplined, when we're intentional, uh, when we have the right uh, intention moving forward and to hold each other accountable. Uh, leadership, to be a community leader, what does it mean to you? Um, to be a leader to me means that someone who is going to stand out and to promote change in the community In yeah. a positive light, of course. Yeah, be that example. Um, what I like to do is to is preparation. I think prevention is extremely important. So it's giving them as much information as they can have to prepare themselves for those who do want this or do see this for themselves. Um, what's some things they can expect from this type of responsibility? Commitment. Commitment and dedication to the cause and to make sure, you know, it's coming to fruition. Uh, one of the things is being uh, in communication with the community and to assure these plans and programs are implemented and carried out. Uh, so what made you fulfill it, the commitment, the communication? What made me fulfill it is that it was instilled in me by my father, uh, the late uh, Bishop Charles Meadows, he always instilled in us to be in service to others, be in service to our community. Um, if you see a need, then be willing to try to help and uh, fulfill that need of service. And also I saw that in the uh, school system, uh, 
the underserved students in the community. And it also made me want to be uh, of service to our community at large. And you are. And you are. Uh, tell Thank us about you. the, I went over it vaguely, but tell us about the Midnight Basketball Program. Tell us about it. The Midnight Basketball Program, um, it was a group of us originally uh, at the very beginning, like the year or two that it started out, that saw a need in the community. And um, we wanted to fulfill that void because many youth were just hanging out with nothing really to do. And so we thought about, you know, the youth love basketball. They love coming together. They love uh, having different activities and stuff to do. And it's at a time that it was much needed in our community, which is from seven to midnight. Every Friday night, uh, we're out there from seven to midnight uh, and ensuring that they have a safe haven. We ensure that they have a hot meal. Uh, it's not just sandwiches, hot meals and drinks. Uh, and uh, we give them, you know, different STEM activities. Uh, we give them um, games, you know, as well as they can play basketball and learn team building skills. So it's, it entails a lot. Uh, it entails a lot for our youth in the community. As you were writing these things down on paper and, and manifesting it and planning it, where'd the inspiration come from? What'd you draw from to kind of say, I want to do this, say something a little different, or the, op the complete opposite of this, because I see that it's ineffective? Well, what I drew from was because of seeing the things that were not going on positive in the community with our youth. Uh, whether it's uh, with the negative policing or the violent activity that was going on in the community. And I believe that if you give the youth something positive to do, they will do it and they will act accordingly. Uh, you've given them an outlet a positive outlet. And that's all that many of the youth really want is a positive outlet in a safe place. And um, that's what we, that's what we do for them. So I want to get a little, a little more specific. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm learning that people want to be entertained before yes. talk and before learning and sure. people love music. People love music, and I'm talking about ages six to like 18, kind of seven to 21-ish, that type of, how, it's a certain culture that's written. You know, things are deemed cool socially, deemed to think popular socially. How do you brick by brick kind of skew and change that culture that, that's embedded, uh, that's embedded in so much of our communities? Well, what we, uh... What we do is that we do provide uh, musical entertainment. We um, we do provide motivational speakers uh, to come out and we show them um, the, the police in a different light. We wanted to bridge that gap 
also to show them in a positive in a positive light. And I feel that that's what we have built over the years with the Oklahoma County Sheriff's Department. They have helped us for uh, the last 22 years Ooh. in helping us bridge that gap. And uh, many of them volunteer their time in order to show themselves in a positive light to our youth in the community. And then by us having that setting, they're able to, uh, the students or the kids rather, they will listen uh, to the advice and they're in a comfortable setting and they will take that advice for them because they're showing themselves in a friendly atmosphere. Hmm. Uh, and we provide that, you know, exchange to go on between our officers and the youth by setting them up in a atmosphere. Yeah. To be the be the example is, is what I saw yeah. when I was there, because it yeah. was it is it is a different narrative. It's a different feeling when they know because I'm in the middle. Right. I'm I'm of the maturity to where I understand that police have jobs to do. The human beings at the at the end of the day, they have families and obligations as well. And then I see you know my my uh, my youth too that don't understand that quite yet. They've right. been painted and a certain picture, and they I'm uncomfortable. I'm not used to it. I'm not used to really going out of myself to do things that is not that's not common. And so it, it was that nice platform to where I'll give you a little of me, you give me a little of you, and I'll see you next week. And then we build on that. Right. And by, and by that exchange going on, they're also able to ask questions. And the officers, the deputy sheriffs, or what have you, they will give them coping mechanisms when they do have an unfriendly encounter with someone else. So they also, you know, will lead and guide them into, uh, you know, positive reactions when they encounter those type of situations with other officers. So it's a good atmosphere and it's a learning experience for the kids and they can ask those questions. They uh, And the officers will tell them their rights because everyone you know, they may not express that to them. And a lot of them do not know uh, their rights. And I believe that that's very important uh, that they learn it and that they're learning it in a positive and friendly environment. And then, you know, they can go, they can go and build from there. Yeah. You brought up something that, that I, I've indoctrinated within myself and that's the, the coping mechanisms, the mental and emotional health um, and, and how to deal with certain stressful situations. Uh, for those who who might not understand what coping mechanisms are, I want you to, in your words, explain it to them. Let's talk to them a little bit. Some coping mechanisms could be just that. OK, you learn to breathe. You know, don't get too uh, excited or overcome by that situation and just take a moment out to breathe or to count 
or to think in your head, do rational thinking instead of just being reactive all the time. And it's hard because it's hard for uh, some of us as adults to do, but we have to learn those important coping mechanisms in order to be able to maneuver uh, through things or through different oppositions in our lives today. But it could just be something as simple as that or just sit still and be calm and, you know, don't react as fast because some of us tend to react, be reactive in an instant, instantaneously manner. But you have to just be at peace sometime and just just breathe and just think, think before reacting. And a lot of us aren't able to do that. And a lot of the youth aren't able to do that. But we have to realize that what our youth is seeing, like I stated earlier, uh, going on in the, you know, in America today, our leadership has to show uh, better coping mechanisms instead of being so, uh, reactive or negative or, uh, you know, or speaking in hateful manners, you know, in regards to uh, a group of people or different situations. Our leaders have to stand up and be more accountable for their actions too, so our youth can model better behaviors also. Yeah, that's a great point. Because they, in the end, they want somebody to follow. Right. In the end. And they're longing for their leadership yeah. and guidance. Now, what are they being shown? It's, I think when that starts to get more intentional within us, not external communities doing it for us, but we holding ourselves accountable right. from within, I think everybody else would be forced to follow. Uh, because I was talking with uh, my brother the other day, and you know, he broke down a reality to me uh, that I, I wanted to. I wanted to think it was different, but in reality, it's not how we really don't stand for much as a unit. Present tense. Mm -hmm. You know, people were losing their lives and their careers and getting bomb threats. We're scared of getting canceled and losing a contract. It is. It's a. Diff, it's different. The dedication is different. I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm saying progressive and regressive. I'm saying that it, the intention is a lot different. The commitment is a lot different. And what we're willing to lose and stand on is a lot different. And that's something to be intentional about and, and talk about. Um, one thing I want to commend you on is the you said 22 years. I didn't realize you had gone on that long. Well, this would be our 25th year this Ooh. summer. The, the deputy sheriffs have been helping us for 22 years. Uh, I had tried to get others to help the first couple of years, but you know, many, uh, many people or, or agencies or they may say that they're willing to help, but it's a commitment and that's a big thing uh, to be committed. So I'm so very thankful that I finally did get the uh, Oklahoma County Sheriff's Department to come on board and to uh, be committed to our program for 22 years but we'll be 25 years coming next year in June. How do you make it past the five, six, nine mark? <laughs> uh, 
That's a good question. A lot of prayer. And I tell you that people may not believe it, but the youth, mm. the youth, like um, the youth look forward. Once, once you show the youth a safe haven and that you care and you build a relationship, a true relationship with them, then, you know, that's just awesome for them. And they will uplift you. It, it has been times in, you know, the nine year mark. I'm human. I get tired, but I've been out. And if I go to a school or I could be out at the mall or I could just be grabbing something to eat and a young person will come up and they'll ask, hey, midnight basketball lady, uh, when are we going to get started? They don't have to know my name. I don't care about them knowing my name. They know the program and they know what it has meant to them. And so that lifts me up past the nine year mark, past the 15 year mark, past the 20 year mark, now the 25 year mark. So I uh, gotta commend the youth for being um, my biggest encouragement to go on, continue on. 24, 25 years, what's the toughest lesson? The toughest lesson for me was that people, uh, you realize that some people may not always be for you that say that they're for you. Hmm. Uh, and that's been the, uh, the toughest thing to me. Because, you know, you don't know what people's intentions are and you get blindsided. Uh, you get blindsided by that. And the best memory. The best memory is. Uh, it was a young man uh, that back in 2006, he was only, I want to say, eight or nine years old. And he started coming to our program then. And his uh, he was coming every year, but then his mother died like a year later. Then his dad died a year later. And so then he was taken by his aunt to D.C. to live. Uh, he came back, I believe it was last year. Uh, he saw that we were on Facebook. And uh, he said, do y'all still have midnight basketball going on? He was, a, you know, he had graduated, went to college for basketball, uh, and I mean, and played basketball. But he came back last year. He was finally able to come back. And so that's my best memory. He came back and helped out that summer. And he, of course, he went back uh, to living in D.C., but he did come back last summer. So that's my best memory is that he remembered the program and he and loved the program and he said that that program that the program saved his life and so he had to come back and so he came back and visited us for uh that summer oh yes yeah there was an article in the Daily Oklahoma in regards to it because it was so amazing that he, you know, that he remembered and he what the program 
meant to him and that he said that I need to come back. I need to come back just to just to visit, just to pay homage to it. Give give people some advice who say I want to make it past that eight year mark. I'm I'm ready for the 15, 16 year mark. What what's some gems and some jewels and some 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 tips you could give them as they're strategizing and planning and getting their resources? What would you what would you give them? I would have to say you'd have to stay focused, stay on the task at hand. Uh, when it doesn't seem like uh, you know things are coming or that the donations are coming, you gotta just stay focused. And if it's your passion, if it's your passion, then things will come together. It took a long time uh, to get to where we are now. Uh, but I had to stay focused. I had to keep going uh, at the task at hand because it was so important to the youth in the community and it was much needed in our community. And then things has gradually gotten better where I could do more, provide more programs for them, uh, you know, provide backpacks, provide things for the uh, students that are going to college or what I say you got to stay focused much and much prayer too. Why do you think it's necessary for, for leaders in the community to, to take on that mantle for people in the community to, to take on that, that responsibility and push it forward? Because it'll give the children or the youth rather uh, a sense of pride. It'll give the community a sense of pride. It'll give the students direction a sense of direction. So, uh, and it's important for building relationships with our youth in the community. So to the 11, 17 year old that, you know, uh, Miss Priscilla, I'm, I think I want to do it every now and then I think about it, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited, but how do I know if this path is meant for me? Hmm. Good question. You always expose them to opportunity, to various opportunities. And that's why we have people and inspirational people like yourself for coming out and different ones to come out and for them to be able to go and see. They can also, they also have a chance if they're really thinking that, hey, this is my passion. We have a, a colonel that's in the Air Force. Uh, they come out and, you know, he speak also. So if they think that they're interested in that, he's more than willing to go out to, you know, bring them out and show them and expose them to that to see if that's really their passion. And it's different ones throughout the community that have, um, that will come in and will give them that exposure to see if that's really what they're wanting to do, whether it be poetry or, DJing or uh, anything, they have the opportunity to uh, ask some of the other leaders and the people that we bring in, and then we will make a way for them to go and get exposed to those different opportunities. And then they can make it the decision 
and see, hey, yeah, that is really something that I want to do because I can see I can see this and I can see myself doing this. What are some some ways they can stay disciplined, stay focused? They can stay focused and disciplined by by reaching out to us and others. You know, they can reach out to us in regards to saying, okay, how can I stay focused on this task at hand? Then we give them different little, you know, as you say, gems or whatever uh, to encourage them to encourage them to do whatever that they're interested in doing. And how can they contact you? What's your contact information? My contact information is 405-501-0367, or they can reach us at soyyouthokc at gmail.com. And this I've made it a habit to ask every guest this because I like the different perspectives that come in and uh, different experiences. Do you think it's possible? I talked about us as the community be coming together and being more organized and intentional with our resources um, in our education um, to be more organized. Uh, and what would it take? Yes, uh, uh, absolutely. I believe it is. Uh, I just believe that we need more people willing um, to meet, to have forums, to have discussions, and to uplift and promote the needs in our communities. Because I spoke with, um, last episode was the uh, pros and cons of law school with Lorenzo Banks, and mm -hmm. he talked about that we have to vote. Yes. That a lot of people want, they say this is the problem, this is what I want to see, then he'll, he, he and his team and um, his group will come out and say, okay, you want this, this is the person to vote for because this is their track record. This is what they're going to do for us in this given amount of time. Of course, it takes time and be patient, but then people won't come. Right. And it is important. He he was spot on. It is important that we vote. Uh, we be very intentional with our vote. Uh, we be intentional with who uh, we want to be in these different positions to help our community is so important. Uh, we even, saving our youth, we even will go out to some of the schools and um, and have, you know, the voters registration things where if you're a senior and you're 17 about to turn 18, or if you're 18, we will give them the forms so they can sign up to vote. And that things that we have to stress uh, a lot to our youth. And we've had different legislators and state leaders to come to our midnight basketball program to express to them the importance of voting and get and being very intentional on who we get into these positions uh, that are willing to help our community, that's willing to listen to the needs in our community. Uh, and it's so very important, as you said. And so Mr. Banks was definitely spot on. We do have to be intentional with our vote. 
have to, you know, encourage our youth uh, to get out and vote so that we can have the necessary changes that we need in each and every one of our communities. We also talked about the, the power of the church, that he feels that's one of the most impactful uh, social institutions within the community. I myself would say entertainment as well, more more so like sports and music. Music right. is huge. Um, right. What what other avenues do you think that we could use to to kind of sway, to kind of inform and uh, to reach out and, and, and capture the attention of, of those we need to? Uh, like, as I stated, in uh, the school settings, uh, we need to. And in, in our program, uh, Midnight Basketball, we stress that also. And in other community programs uh, that may be going on, uh, we need to be very intentional in regards to uh, being willing to get uh, different community members or community leaders out to those different spots to encourage and, um, and inform our youth and community in large the importance of voting and getting them registered to vote and more, uh, more registration drives. We partnered uh, a year ago uh, with Our Kids United and they had a registration drive where people could just drive up. I think that that's so important. We need more of those uh, to go on, uh, you know, yearly or a couple of times a year, have different people to have the drive up and you register to vote. Hmm. Um, so I usually ask the, our guests, you know, if they were dying tomorrow, what would, you know, what words and wisdom and what would you leave for the youth behind? But before you do that, uh, tell us what can we expect from you? What's upcoming? Uh, what should we going to be on the lookout for? Well, upcoming is our 25th year of uh, our summer program. We're excited about that. Uh, we will have many uh, community leaders out, as always. We will have different legislators out, as always. Uh, we will have you know, the food, plenty of food and everything for the kids and um, different STEM activities also uh, going on. And we're trying to partner with the innovation, uh, some of the people in the innovation district to show uh, the youth or whether to expose the youth to uh, science and technology. So we have a lot of... Uh, Great things coming up the pipe, and we're looking forward to our 25th year. Uh, also, the Oklahoma County Sheriffs will be there also to help us with crowd control and also uh, to mentor, to help us with mentoring our youth in the community. So we have a lot of great things coming up and uh, partnerships for our 25th year. So please, everybody come out uh, if you care to donate. You can uh, donate to Saving Our Youth uh, to help us to further our mission. Um, so a lot of great things coming up for our 25th year. And also, I forgot, in regards to the arts, uh, you know, it's just going to be a variety of things out there for the youth, uh, career pathways, 
arts apps. And like I said, the science uh, and innovation should be coming up too. So we're just trying to partner with a lot of things to bring a lot of things to our youth in, in the community to expose them uh, to positive uh, activities. And if you were dying tomorrow, what would you leave behind right now? Well, to the youth is to stand on the shoulders of the elders, stand on the shoulders of our, of my generation, and then they would be able to create a better tomorrow together because together we rise. And there we go. And with that, we thank you for joining us on Specificity. Thank you. How do you assess growth and progress? It's progress when you start to make money, or when the people start to follow you. It's growth when you start to produce high quality work, or when the work is easier to create. It's growth and progress. Growth and progress. When you see the vision, you know it's gonna come true, cause you've been consistent. Growth and progress. When you must say no, and you tell them no, no one they might go, growth and progress. When it was in your mind, manifested what you wrote down, cause it was divine. Growth and progress. When you see what you create, you know that it's fake, so you can relate. Growth and progress. When it's time to go, because you know it's time to grow and show. Growth and progress. When you look in the mirror and you see it clear. Obstacles won't hinder growth and progress When you know that you're alone Embrace the only you and God will know Growth and progress And you know it will be okay So focus and close your eyes And pray growth and progress Embrace that you're different Know it's the mission So stay persistent Growth and progress Instead of focusing on shoes Focus on investments that will improve growth and progress And put down the phone, pick up a book So something you will know, growth and progress Listen to the words, take off the beat And observe growth and progress And talk to the youth, understand they will watch what you do Growth and progress, and learn from the elders they know how to endure the weather, growth and progress. Stay true to you, hear what they say, but watch what they do, growth and progress. If you want things to change, be alone in the mirror and say, growth and progress. So what are we going to do? They want us to lose, but we must improve, growth and progress. Lead with the manner. Don't fold under pressure cause you can handle growth and progress And be who you be, be unwavering, flexible to see growth and progress And know you are loved, tell yourself you're great with the big hug growth and progress And know who you are, understand that with confidence you will go far growth and progress What are we showing the youth? If they recreate it, what we show them, where will it lead them? It's time to do more with the billions we spend a year to fund our support and spend the power back toward us. 
I thought it was done. Nah. I hope it will stop. Nah. I heard that he preached. I thought he was done. Oh, they want him to stop. No. They say that he preaches, so I said that I'm preaching, I go. They want things to change, message will stay the same, master yourself, and the world will bend your way. Uh. I thought he was done, whoa, they want him to stop, no, they say that he preaching, so I said that I'm teaching, I go. They want things to change, message will stay the same, master yourself, and the world will bend your way. No, they will be mad at you, no matter what you do. So love yourself, I'm talking unconditional, positive affirmations, allow mental health to grow, insecurities minimized when trauma is exposed, no prescriptions needed, giving the kids to feel depleted, instead of dealing with the root, now they got us sweet too, for pills with side effects you lose, but we can win, when we stop the blame, and pretend, and mend, I thought he was done, whoa, they want him to stop, no, they said that he preaches, so I said that I'm teaching, I go. They want things to change, message will stay the same, master yourself, and the world will bend your way. Uh. I thought he was done, whoa. They want him to stop, no. They said that he preaches, so I said that I'm teaching, I go. They want things to change, message will stay the same, master yourself, and the world will bend your way. Look how we blend, bias, resentment, codependency, religion. Food and entertainment, that the use attainment. The image of us, the image of you, showing us progression that won't help us improve. Perpetuating dysfunction to be at the junction. Tell me, is it worth it? Still, no one is perfect, but we can put the work in to show we deserve it. To show the solution instead of New Year's solution. Make sure you enjoy yourself even for the long. You know, I want you to smile more. I love when you smile. You deserve it. I'm going to say it again. You deserve it. So if anything, just for you, smile. Because when you smile, I love it. I'm going to say it again. I love it. When you smile. Uh. Uh. I love it. When I come home. My kids run to me, love is what they know I love it, I love it When I took that stand, had to do something different Had to be a man I love it, I love it When I see the youth, tell them something honest Tell them something true I love it, I love it Live my testimony, stand on my message Can't never take it from me I love it, I love it Cause I stay true I say and say what I do I love it, I love it When I am alone Writing this song to you So that you know I love it, I love it Cause I love me Loving myself so love is what I speak I love it, I love it When we do better When we learn from mistakes To be more clever I love it, I love it Your natural hair and talent with hard work, anything you will have it. I love it, I love it. Talking to the youth. When I see them, I see me. Let's improve. I love it, I love it. Cause I love us. When times get hard, God is who I trust. I love it, I love it. I love it when you smile. 
when you know it's worth then you'll go that extra mile i, I love it. it i love it when you love what you do i do that extra energy will carry you through it will. i love it i, I love, love it. it when you learn something new